This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Welcome back in, and this is the Action Line. Right now, 8-12 the time and 30 degrees out the door for us. A cool start. So if you're out headed to work, headed to class, uh, just out to wherever you might be headed, just give yourself a few extra minutes and make sure to preheat that car. And if your door's a little frozen shut, do not be surprised. I think a few of us ran into that problem this morning. So uh, just be ready for that. All righty, our first guest this morning on the Action Line is Dr. Mike Courtney. Good morning, sir. Hi, Nick. It's good to see you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, it's been just about exactly a year, I think, since we had you on last time for our Valentine's Day Action Line special. Yeah, this is kind of a regular occasion for yes, us. Sir. I look forward to this every year. <laughs> awesome. So uh, how have things been for you guys lately? I know 2020 was challenging. 2021 still challenging in many ways. But uh, you know, since we spoke last, a lot has, has changed for both of us. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys have been up to. Isn't that funny? I was sitting here thinking, when we talked a, a year ago, never dreamed that the year would be what it was the things would happen the way it was we're talking about how to have healthy relationships and you know struggles in the in the relationships like finances and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and never imagined that we would have a year like we've had it's just been unbelievable at branches uh, frankly as you might imagine nick we've been great uh we've we've stayed pretty healthy uh we've had three or four counselors that uh were covid positive but we had a very good protocol in place uh we've never had a a breakout where one person uh caused another person to get sick so that's been good we did we closed down for uh, probably six weeks of face to face we continue to do online uh, counseling uh, even through that time but all of that being said frankly nick it's been the busiest year we've ever had we've we've seen more people in fact we just finished kind of the year-end report and uh, we saw about sixteen thousand people last year uh, and a good number of those, I think four to 5,000 of those were first time clients. So obviously there's been a great need and we've been blessed that branches was in a good place to reach out and help people. It's been a, been a very busy year, but a good year. And just to give the listeners a little more background, what all services do you guys provide at branches? I know relationship counseling, addiction, things like that, but if you could just kind of give us a broad spectrum of, of all the different things you guys do deal with. Sure. Uh, branches is kind of a across the board counseling uh, facility. We have uh, a 25 therapist in three different locations. We have an office in Bedford County, one in Wilson County, and by far our, our strongest office is here in Murfreesboro. Um, we deal with depression, anxiety, parenting, anxiety management, uh, sometimes court-ordered domestic issues, uh, just about anything that you can imagine a counselor would do. The two distinctives for branches are we are we do operate from a faith perspective. We, we are faith-based. We don't cram that down people's throat. We see people with other worldviews. We see people who have, have no faith perspective whatsoever, and, and they seem to appreciate us. But our our paradigm our background is faith-based so our, our counselors come from that perspective uh 
along that line, we have a marriage between state licensed therapists and pastoral counselors. We have a few pastoral counselors. Most of our therapists are state licensed, but we have a few pastoral counselors. We see people from that perspective. And then the other part is we never turn anyone away. Uh, we, I have no idea how this works, but somehow for 15 years, if someone calls us and they have an issue and they say, we, we can't afford to pay for counseling, uh, we'll see them anyway. They get the same level of care. Uh, we're just as interested, just as concerned. Uh, so those two things make branches, I think, uh, different from, from lots of other places. So obviously a big reason for the uptick would be, um, you know, folks being at home more, probably yeah. dealing with COVID, dealing with unique situations. We mentioned when we spoke last time, we were talking about what does a healthy relationship look like? And all of that kind of flips upside down a month mm-hmm. later when COVID hit, because we had spoken in February. Uh, what are some of the things that have come up that you guys are learning that you're kind of learning on the fly, maybe with, uh, you know, some of your clientele and the things you're hearing? probably for the first time because we haven't really dealt with anything like this in the past. Uh, but what are some of the things that, that come up between um, different couples saying, here's something we're struggling with. We've been in the house together for 60 days straight. <laughs> uh, this guy's driving me nuts. You know, she, she's driving me nuts. Is it, is it stuff like that? I'm sure it kind of is a wide variety of things. Well, it is a wide variety, but you're right on track. Uh, you know, I love my wife dearly. We've been married 43 years. I love her dearly, but three months in the same house has just about taxed us to the max. Um, there are some, there are some uh, obviously, uh, relationship kinds of issues, uh, lack of space, infringement upon territory. Even though we love each other, we're married, we all, we all have our personal private space. And when, it, when that gets infringed upon a lot, crossing boundaries, those kinds of things, uh, all of a sudden, uh, in our, our home, we have a, a nice walk-in closet in, the bath, in one bathroom. It's only for my wife. All my clothes are in another closet. Well, th- during COVID, somehow her clothes have ended up in my closet as well. So those kinds of things, relationship issues. But, you know, one of the things that's happened, Nick, as we have had personal things come up, depression, anxiety, uh, fear, as those things have come up, that has bled over, as you might imagine, into the relationships. And couples who have done fairly well down through the years, now all of a sudden there's this high level of anxiety. Uh, Perhaps she shuts down. She's not able to communicate as well. He is fearful. And so a lot of times fear comes out as anger. So he's he's short-tempered. He's he's bitter. uh, He's frustrated. Those kinds of things. Yeah. And we have seen a number of, of good, healthy couples that have really struggled during this uh, COVID year. One of the things that we have said, not to minimize that in any way, but we said, look, it is 2020, you know, so so we need to extend each other a little bit of grace for that. And, of course, we, I was like most people, I thought this COVID thing had a little calendar, and on December 31st it was going to go away. Well, we're still facing a lot of that same same stuff. But uh, there is help. People can do well, and, and we'll, we'll talk through the morning about how they can do better. I know uh, – depression people have a pretty good understanding of what depression is anxiety is one that i feel like some people aren't totally sure what anxiety is you hear about people having anxiety attacks and they can't breathe mm-hmm. other people have anxiety in public and they can't present themselves as well what what is anxiety in, in a kind of simplified form what does that look like sure well one and in a very simplified form one of the uh results of of stress is uh, our by the grace of god our body has learned to produce uh, some brain chemistry, you know, one of the one of the 
best known of those is adrenaline mm. and it goes all the way back to the old days when the bear attacked your family and adrenaline pumped in and you had extra strength to either fight or flight either run or fight uh nowadays we're not in that situation where we were fight or flight is the right response but the adrenaline is still there so largely what anxiety is is this physical response uh, without an outlet this physical response to stress so that uh, as you said my, my my heart is pumping harder I can't breathe it's an it's an excess of adrenaline and other brain chemistries and and I'm I find myself shaky I, I perhaps my eyes don't focus well all of the things you might imagine if you had this sudden rush of adrenaline uh, so that's a that's a real phenomenon that's a real thing because we don't fight or flight we don't have the old ways of relieving that stress then very often it results in uh in fearfulness it results in in uh distraught emotions it results in us uh, having a difficult time connecting with another individual and so we just have to find ways to lower that stress level to lower the adrenaline um, one of the simplest things to do is to drink a lot of water. Uh, when you feel that st that stress, that anxiety coming on, just drink a lot of water because that dilutes the adrenaline and our and our body tends to slow down its responses. And I'm paraphrasing. We had a listener question uh, come up this morning. Actually, before you got in, uh, the wake up crew was kind of talking about the action line, what we we're going to discuss, and they just said to talk about anxiety a little bit. So I'm going to add to that a little bit. Uh, in a, in a relationship, if one person's dealing with anxiety more than the other, maybe one has anxiety and the other, mm -hmm. you know, seemingly doesn't as much. How does that become confusing when maybe you you see your partner reading a certain way um but it could be because of anxiety depression right. things like that that could maybe cause a little confusion maybe you're not sure where they're coming from uh do you see that ever uh, uh no never <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely um there's another word that pops up in all this and that's codependency and in relationships we tend to draw our well-being our sense of value and worth and and our our emotional level from the other person from our spouse from our partner um, and that's not completely unhealthy you know again doris and i've been married for so long that sometimes we finish each other's sentences you know and uh, if she feels good i feel good if she feels bad i feel bad a lot of that is a healthy part of a relationship when we take that too far then we begin to take on all of the feeling and the emotion of the other so that my wife is anxious and now for some reason I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling distraught about that and I, and I don't even know why. Again, because I don't know what to do with that, I very often mirror that and reflect that and strike out at her rather than stopping and saying, hey, what's the issue? So one of the things that we try to teach uh, couples to do is to say hey how much of this emotion is really mine how much am I really feeling and how much of this is me simply mirroring taking on what my spouse is feeling what my partner is feeling and if that's the case then I need to listen I, I love you I care about you I hate that you're going through that but that's not my issue that's not my problem I need to step outside that circle and give them a little space to uh, process that on their own and that can be tough to talk about, especially in the midst of, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, if someone's having an episode, if they are depressed, if yeah. they are dealing with anxiety and you, you come to them and 
um, say, I know it's the anxiety, I know it's the depression that's that's making you maybe act like this for now. What's a great way to uh, constructively get that message across and communicate as compared to maybe thinking they're, they're coming at you and saying, well, this is why this is. How can you constructively have that conversation yeah. and, and maybe balance? There are some really good and important words that are th- words like, I feel, I think, it seems to me. When we start the conversation with those kinds of words, rather than these absolute, uh, you, you always, you never, this is your fault, when we approach it that way, that puts all the blame, all the onus on the other person. But when I say, you know, it feels to me like you're anxious right now, and I'm taking some of that on, and that's really not my responsibility to do that, that makes all the difference in the world in having that conversation. So learning to use those kinds of phrases that say, I, I don't know for sure, but this is the way I feel about this. This is the response. I have that. That, that goes a long way. One of the worst things I can say to my wife is, I know how you feel, because I guarantee you after 43 years of marriage, I don't know how she feels. And so I think, it seems to me, uh, I wonder if using phrases like that helps to open that conversation to how, how can I help but not be responsible for what you're feeling. Do you find that often communication ends up being one of the larger uh, tools to, to pivot which way a, a relationship will go, which way a situation will go? If yeah. you can constructively communicate, maybe you're trying to say the same thing, but you say it the wrong way, and you have different results now. Yeah, there's a great writer, Emerson Egriches, that says men speak blue and women speak pink. Uh, and he'll follow that by saying it's not wrong, it's just different. Yes, uh, communication is absolutely at the heart of how well we do or how poor we do. Uh, For all of our smarts down through the years, we've never figured out a way to do this without talking. Uh, That's still by far the way that we communicate most. Uh, So I misunderstand, I misread, I misinterpret, uh, and, and, and I don't know how to get through that except by talking. Uh, You said this, it sounded to me like you were saying, uh, no, that's not really what, I can't tell you how many conversations my wife and I have had where she will say, well, I thought you said this. No, that's not. That's if it came across that way. That way, that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, communication is at the heart of it in a positive way. It's also at the heart of it in a negative way. If we are not doing well, that's probably the place to start. Are we understanding each other? Are we t- talking to each other? The old uh, Chris Rock line, you know, do you understand the words that are coming out, uh, coming out of my mouth? Uh, we start there. That's mm-hmm. a great place to start. Dr. Mike Courtney, our guest from Branches Counseling, and uh, the number to call to join the show, 615-893-1450. I wanted to circle back. Uh, we were talking about anxiety a moment ago and something that came up, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. Things that can help with your dealing with anxiety. You said drink water. Uh, that's an easy one. What about right. exercise, and what are some good maybe one-on-one activities people can do? I've heard that if you if you go read a book for 45 minutes by yourself or if you go take a walk, right. put, put the headphones in. What are some other ways you can kind of temper that? Yeah, practice good self-care. Uh, occupy your senses in other ways. Uh, I, I, I don't. I confess I don't know a lot about this, but essential oils, uh, aromas, mm-hmm. a nice hot bath, uh, nature walks, uh, occupying those other senses and, and kind of moving them in a different direction. That's very very important. Meditation, music uh, is a is a 
great way to, to minimize, and you don't even have to be a music lover. There's just something about music that minimizes our anxiety level. Physical activity, getting rid of that adrenaline by uh, jogging or, or even taking a, a walk, bike riding, those kinds of things. All of that is, is an important part of uh, minimizing anxiety. Uh, in preparation for, and even while it's going on, doing your best to eat healthy, to sleep well, good almost anything you can imagine that would you would classify as good self-care is a remedy for anxiety and for couples that do a lot of a lot together they're always they're always together maybe some of these activities would you agree are better one-on-one if if you're dealing with anxiety maybe to put the headphones in for a few minutes um things like that i know you know uh often couples want to do everything together but if you're dealing with anxiety stress things like that is it beneficial sometimes to take a step away maybe one-on-one and and do some of these things yeah you know the interesting thing is every encounter has some measure of stress uh i have a uh, relatively new uh, grandson. He's he's one. Uh, Caleb, he loves me. I love him. I can't wait to see him. When he sees me walk through the door, his eyes light up. But even that little bit of time I spend with him, there is some level of stress related to that. I love my wife dearly, but there is some, hopefully small, but some level of stress. So recognizing that, it is appropriate and not at all unhealthy to say, I need a little space for myself. I need to do everything possible to alleviate stress for just a little while. Uh, So I don't think that's inappropriate at all to say, yeah, you know, we love walking together. We love walking, but I just need a little space on my own. And again, I don't know how to work through all that without talking about it, without saying, rather than just assume, oh, I, she should understand that I need to be alone. Yeah. No, I need to say that. It would be good for me. It feels to me like it would be good if I could spend a little time alone. Would you mind if I took a walk on my own? All righty, good stuff. Well, we are about halfway home. We got time for one more listener question, then we're going to take a quick time out, check out those roads and weather for you. Uh, this listener question says, I've been married six years. What can I do to have an even stronger marriage in 20 or more years? Is there anything special that I can do? Anything that maybe they haven't thought of? Uh, maybe a trick of the trade that, that you uh, you might know for them? Well, let me let me say one thing, and I don't say this flippantly at all. But it's probably the very best advice that I could give you, and that is stay. Just stay. You know, there are some, we have worked, we have been fortunate to see a lot of great success, a lot of people who are struggling in a relationship, and and they come to branches, we work through it, they do well, come out on the other side very positive. But I do have to tell you, I've worked with some relationships that I think, you know, they are not that bad. They're not as difficult as they think they are, but they just bail out before they before the value of of just staying in there. Uh, I, I know I've, I've said this repeatedly, but let me say again, my wife and I have been married a long, long time. And as we look back, some of the things we are most grateful for are those struggles, are those moments when one or the other of us almost bailed out, almost left. So to a young couple that's been married six years, I would say one of the, one of the best things you can do is just look each other in the eye and say, I will be here. I am. You, you can't run me off. I am staying in this. All right, and that kind of kind of just shadows. Uh, I think we might have spoke on this last year, but uh, when you when you meet uh, an older couple, grandma, grandpa, and then they kind of bicker back and forth, and you say, "No, you could, 
you know, he could hit him in the head with a frying pan, but he's not going anywhere. You guys have been <laughs> married for 60 years. This thing's going on till the end. So, um, you know, getting to that point, I think some of the struggles probably are good. They make you stronger. Yeah, Certain absolutely. things will, will make that relationship stronger. So, yeah, All that's right. good. We're going to take a quick time out, and when we come back, we'll uh, answer some more questions for you. 615-893-1450 is the number to call, or text that number again, 615-893-1450. Dr. Mike Courtney continues when we come back. Good morning. Earlier, we had like four or five different wrecks in the area there at 840 near I-24. When some motorists hit the, that ice and on the bridge and overpasses, please be careful out here. There's still some tricky spots. Don't get too overconfident on some of those bridges and overpasses. 41 inbound Murfreesboro Pike, that seems to have picked up quite a bit in the last few minutes. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now, available at Princess Hot Chicken, 5814 Nolensville Pike. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see cloudy skies here this afternoon with a high into the upper 30s. Winds out of the north at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight's slight chance for freezing rain late alone near 29. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 29. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. When it's getting cold outside and you don't want to really get out of your car, Demas's has now started a curbside service. So you can order online, put your make and model of your car into the website, and when the food is ready, we will bring it out to your car and therefore you can still be in your pajamas and come and get lunch and go back to your home if you want to curbside service. It's just another level of service of which we are trying to provide the residents of Murfreesboro. Visit us online at demasrestaurants.com. If you could use a little more tranquility in your life, and let's be honest, after the last year we all could, then consider a home aquarium. Multiple studies have shown that aquariums reduce stress, elevate mood, and lower blood pressure. Here at Animal City, we have all the supplies and knowledge needed to create your own aquatic oasis. This is Amanda at Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. We are happy to put our 30 years of pet experience to work for you. 919 Northwest Broad Street. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. It is important that we honor our American veterans every day. That's why Family Staffing Solutions takes great pride in saluting our local veterans here in Rutherford County. Veterans, we thank you, and your story matters to us. Family Staffing Solutions, stay independent at home and in charge. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. The academy was brand new. West Point and Annapolis, you got a primary or an alternate, where if you passed, you're in. If you failed, the alternate goes. In this salute, we talked to a veteran who served in the U.S. Air Force. They were looking at the rounded citizen. James Deck, better known as J.D., flew a C-130 in Vietnam. First they break you down, take care of the mother's apron strings, and then they teach you. We were averaging 25 semester hours in class. I did stress anything to do with Russia while I was there. We were at war with Russia. First day of class, we walked in, and Lieutenant Suzdilev, who was raised Russian, he said, Sadich. He came over to me, and he held out a pen, and he said, Kospidin Kennedy Stoveta. Came back around. He expected me to remember. When we graduated, they sent us to pilot training. At that time, most of us had to be pilots to be qualified. Finished pilot training, and I got the last C-130. James Deck, a veteran of Vietnam. 
that needed me overseas immediately because the lieutenant's wife was sick, rushed me over to Vietnam. Get there, and the first night I'm in bed, they're all having a party. I didn't know anybody. And they woke me up at 2 and said, we're going flying. And we went over and carried the first casualties out of Vietnam. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, salute to veterans. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Locally and veteran-owned. Fast and available 24-7. Join the Home Health VIP program at Restoration One for disaster prevention. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Welcome back in, folks. It is 8.35 and 30 degrees out the door for us here across Rutherford County. We haven't really uh, heard any new wrecks or anything out on the roadways, but we did hear this morning there was a little bit of an issue with some icy roadways causing some delays. So uh, we just ask you to be careful out there and give yourself a few extra times for travel. Uh, Dr. Mike Courtney is our guest this morning for the Action Line, and we're talking about healthy relationships and all things surrounding that. And that's uh, kind of an open-ended topic because you can go a lot of different ways with that. But uh, you know, so far we've talked a little bit about 2020, some challenges that's caused for different relationships and things that folks are probably dealing with right now that are listening. We've uh, answered a few listener questions as well. We do have another one that just popped up we're going to get to here in just a hot second. Wanted to ask you, Dr. Mike, uh, what are some things you've heard that, you know, folks, some some couples, maybe every Friday they go out to dinner, every Mm -hmm. Sunday they go to church and then they do brunch. Um, But even some of those simple things like going to church service on Sunday were taken away. And this kind of doubles down with what we were saying, uh, folks spending a lot of time together, being in that house together for weeks and weeks and weeks. What are some things that you've found maybe that you've shared with uh, some clients and and that you can do now that Mm -hmm. in 2020, 2021, you know, we're not going to ball games. We're not doing these big outings. We're not doing parades, but there are still some things you can do and and some things maybe you can do at home that um, could help maybe pass the time more constructively than, than sitting there and trying to figure out what to do next. What are some uh, good healthy activities uh, we can share with our listeners for the new year? That's good. Um, you know, overriding that, I, one of the things that uh, I think has been a, a very positive out of this is that we have learned to appreciate the small things. You know, we don't have to do the great big event now to get the same level of satisfaction my wife and i have learned to to when we when we do get to go out and we find a restaurant that they're practicing social distancing we feel safe in doing that man that's that is wonderful and in the past that might not have been a a big deal so i think that's a that's a real valuable thing that we've learned to appreciate the small things some um some of the activities that that uh I have heard couples do. They have learned to find new and shared interests. My wife was not quite that much of a reader in the past through this year. She's really read a lot. We've enjoyed talking about the books that she's read because I do like to read. I've been able to recommend some books. We've read some books together. On the other hand, I'm not much of a cooker uh and she has invited me into the kitchen well i have forced my way into the kitchen uh and enjoyed learning a little bit about cooking so some of the things that we had uh individual interest in the past we've kind of now become shared interest we've also um you know a few 
months ago we couldn't spell Zoom, and now we have learned to value that. So we've we've done some fun things with our children, with our grandchildren, and even with friends at a distance uh, by uh, conference calls, those kinds of things. So we have learned to take advantage of technology. And for older people, that's especially a great blessing that we've learned to do some things like that. I think that's powerful. One of the things I would suggest is that you don't forget about the rest of the house. Uh, We tend to congregate in one place in one room one of the things we have enjoyed is that we'll we'll move around well you know let's spend the evening in the dining room and doing a a crossword puzzle or uh, when the weather was nice we would do church you mentioned church on Sunday morning we would do church out on our deck and take the the tablet out there and watch services so just move around find other spaces in the house that's uh, that's good and gives you a little bit of variety We've talked already, but again, just getting out, walking, biking, those kinds of things that you can do safely, I think all of that is is helpful and uh, probably things that in the past we might not have done. So in some ways, we've a lot of couples have been made stronger through this. Have you seen an uptick in uh, couples going out to the gym together in, in pairs? And I feel like maybe this year I've, I've just seen that more um, husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, you know, couples going to the gym together, which I think is, is a great way to kind of turn a uh, not so great situation into, into something positive and moving forward. That could be something you take with you and, and make part of your regular routine. Yeah, I think that's true. I, we've just seen more uh, healthy living, exercising anyway individually i think because people are so cooped up because they're afraid about the, the afraid of the effect of the coronavirus we've seen people living healthier eating better sleeping better exercising more and that then has carried over into couples doing that together um I'm I'm a little older. I'm a lot older than you, so I haven't gone to the gym as much as I did in the past. However, I, the greenways have been full. I've seen people again when the weather is appropriate. I've seen people walking the sidewalk in front of our house. So I do think there is a lot of couples exercising together, connecting together in a way that they have in the past, and that's a good thing. We got another listener question came in, and they are. And I'm going to paraphrase this, but um, they've uh, been together for a while. They said the first year they were together was like one big date. They said they'd mm-hmm. go out every night. It was right. you know, a lot of energy. And they said now they have a baby, have a wonderful new baby uh, just born. And the date nights are, are shrinking. The uh, the stress level is up. Uh, maybe being up with the baby all night. How do they recapture that energy and then that fun of, of going out, but with also taking care of the new baby and and uh, you know being more responsible and living the parent life as well? Yeah, that's really good. And and you see couples struggle with that quite often as as life changes it just comes at them and changes and job responsibilities increase those kinds of things uh i think there there are two words that i would i think are really important to remember one is seasons there are seasons in life and to recognize this is not a permanent situation right now this baby demands a lot of attention in another few months uh he or she will be sleeping through the night you know meal times won't take quite as long uh, perhaps the wife won't be breastfeeding and so I can be more involved in that so this is a season recognize that I'm we're in the middle of a season it's not always going to be this way seasons have have beginnings and they have endings and so we're going to work our way through this the, the word that follows on the heels of that then is intentionality to be intentional uh, we used to have date nights just 
because we could and they were fun and that and now we have to schedule them we have to be very very intentional about doing them and sometimes date nights look a little bit different a date night now might be that we put the baby to bed a little bit early we order in a pizza we put on a netflix movie and that's a big date night for us but to be intentional about that uh, very often i would uh early in our marriage and our relationship i would i would take my calendar for the month and i would write in those dates so when somebody said hey i have a meeting i need you to attend on thursday i'd say i'm sorry i'm already booked i didn't have to say them i'm booked taking my wife out to a movie or sitting home with my wife eating pizza so to be very intentional and put those things uh, on the calendar put those on the refrigerator on a post-it note make sure we're doing those things on purpose and and finally again for this couple that's how do we regain that Um, I, i know this is a recurring theme that comes up over and over but talk about it a lot to to simply say boy i wish we could have those date nights again i really miss that that goes a long long way towards connecting and helping your wife to feel valued helping your husband to feel important so just talking about it and making sure that you're open about where you are in the season of, of your life it's important we had another listener question come up and this is a, an interesting one they say they work alone um, and that's due to covid so they're they're probably like many of us working on a computer at home mm-hmm. or a remote area um, and they uh, their spouse at home is dealing with some medical issues so they are taking care of them at home um, not a lot of room to get out not a lot of room to maybe uh, express and amplify that relationship it sounds like there's some medical issues um you know as well as them working and and being alone at work Mm -hmm. a lot how do you get out of that funk of of maybe alone 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 he said he works alone uh gets home and his his, you know spouse is dealing with some issues so he's home alone with her um what are some ways that maybe they could throw a little a flare and and maybe something simple but they maybe could bring a smile could could cheer things up a little bit and maybe just uh you know uh, spice it up a little bit right um I encourage people to look into, in, in a non-COVID situation, look into support groups, uh, activities where you can you can kind of connect with other people. Even in the COVID years, we have learned, I can't believe I said years, but the, <laughs> now here we are talking about multiple years of COVID. But even in that, we have learned uh, how to have support systems and support groups uh, online. Uh, I am part of a of a great men's uh, group. It's a Bible study, but it's a great men's group that meets on Thursday mornings. And we have between 15 and 20 guys that meet every Thursday. About five of those guys meet in my office, and the other 15 are on the television screen on a Zoom call. So I would, I would look for support groups. You can call uh, uh, places like uh, 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 Celebrate Recovery, uh, different places like that, recovery groups, and ask, do you have online groups? Participating in something like that, again, either individually or as, or as a couple, that's, that's very, very helpful. Um, not to make this specifically a spiritual thing, but, you know, church is so valuable for lots of reasons. If you took the spirituality out of it, but finding a church that you can connect with. Our church sent the music team around in the middle of the summer and did almost like Christmas caroling, but sang praise and worship songs in our front yard. Uh, so finding a church that you can connect to where they can have some kinds of activities, I think that's that's very, very important. But there are ways to connect. Don't, don't just say, I have to do this alone. There are ways to connect. Make sure that you look for those. 
And I, I think a lot of us can relate to that at some level, with, with especially last year and now things opening up a little bit more. You mentioned you guys are back in the office. A lot of businesses that were closed down were uh, people were just staying home and, and doors were locked. But you know, get into that rhythm of going out, doing what you need to do, come home, and then waiting for the next day to yeah. do the same thing. And I, I could see how that could get frustrating. You get into a little bit of a funk uh, and enjoying the little things, like you mentioned earlier, you know, whether it's a walk around the block with a friend or walking the dog or, uh, you know, maybe you mentioned some of these church activities, just some small things throughout the week to get that one on one or that, that person communication, talking to people, seeing people. Even if it's not something big, I think that can make a big difference, just seeing and hearing people's voices and seeing their faces. That's exactly right. We were, we were made for community. We were built for the other and so it's important to find ways to to do that and it's important to find ways to do that within the coupleship and without the coupleship it's important for me to have friends uh that are my own friends that i play tennis with some guys that my wife really doesn't know them but it's important to have relationships inside the coupleship and outside the coupleship and does that play into depression and anxiety if you're not seeing people and you're maybe one-on-one a lot you go to work by yourself you come home you, you repeat um, and not seeing people's faces and hearing people's voices, can that kind of amplify some of those other issues? Oh, absolutely, Nick. We talked about earlier, you know, a brain chemistry, and there are some, there are some uh, very positive serotonin, things like that, very positive uh, brain chemicals that are created just in, in connection, in personal connection. When, they are, when the connection is absent, the brain chemical is absent, and so my ability to cope, my ability to feel positive is greatly diminished. I, we really do need each other. That's not a, a cliche. That really is true. We really do need each other. And is that true even outside of a, a relationship, maybe like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, just friends and people you see day to day, maybe not even someone you know their last name, you don't have their number saved in your phone, but just seeing those people every day, those are important as well. Yes. Uh, Here's an exercise uh, that the listeners could do. Uh, I encourage people take a take a piece of paper and draw three concentric circles on it: a smaller circle, bigger circle, and then a bigger circle. And in that list. Uh, your relationships according to what I call levels of intimacy. So in the very middle might be my, my, my wife, my children, my, my grandchildren, uh, close friend that I, that I play tennis with every week. Put that in the middle. On the outside, on the, on the next level would be those relationships that are not quite so intimate but are just as important. Again, my tennis buddies, the people that I go to church with, you know, uh, and then on the on the third level will be those people that we have. And if my my great friend Nick, that I see once a year, <laughs> the, but those people are important to me. They're part of that. Look at that list. And what's important is to make sure that I have a few active relationships in each one of those levels. We tend to sometimes we can get so wrapped up just in that little immediate circle that we forget how important the other relationships are so yes we are we are made for we need those different levels of relationships and that would be a good um, a good exercise to step back and look say you know what i actually i feel good about my little immediate family uh i've got some guys that i meet with every once in a while they're on the outside level, but i don't have those people in the middle that we do know each other's name we talk we meet on a regular basis we're not best of friends but just look and see where you need to improve and then be intentional about going out and creating some of those relationships. 
All righty. Dr. Mike Courtney, our guest this morning, and we are just rapid-firing listener questions. He's ready for all of them. So <laughs> uh, we do have time for one more, and this is uh, one that just came up asking about variety. It says, I want my wife to know that I love her. How important is it to vary the things I do for her? Some of the examples, movie night, flowers, uh, making dinner for her once a week. Is it important to, to keep that different? I mean, instead of getting into a boring same routine, is it important to say, we're going to do movie night this night. I'm going to surprise you next weekend. Uh, what's the value in that? Well, I, I, I would say yes, you know, variety is the spice of life. I think that probably is true. However, it's also important to know that we all have individual love languages, and, and there are languages that we are most comfortable with. Uh, classically, there are five love languages, acts of service, uh, gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch, those five love languages. My wife has one or two that are her favorite, that she speaks better than I speak. And and I have one or two that I speak better than she's. So it's important to recognize what they are. And while I do vary the ways I express my affection to her, my love for her, I make sure that I'm pretty consistent in in those things. From for my wife, quality time. Uh, that's that I can send her a thousand cards and it doesn't mean as much as me sitting on the couch and watching Wheel of Fortune with her. And so making sure that I stay consistent, even boring, in the one or two lovely languages that are uniquely hers, uniquely mine, and then and then practice variety in some of the other things. I think that's a good thing to do. All righty. Well, thank you uh, so much for your time. We're going to take one more quick time out, and then we'll come back to wrap up. We have Dr. Mike Courtney from Branches Counseling joining us today, and uh, we're going to take a check out at that weather and traffic for you. We'll be back in just a moment. We'll see cloudy skies here this afternoon with a high into the upper 30s. Winds out of the north at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight's slight chance for freezing rain late alone near 29. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 29. Good morning. Earlier, we had like four or five different wrecks in the area there at 840 near I-24 when some motorists hit the, that ice and on the bridge and overpasses. Please be careful out here. There's still some tricky spots. Don't get too overconfident on some of those bridges and overpasses. 41 inbound Murfreesboro Pike. That seems to have picked up quite a bit in the last few minutes. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Princess Hot Chicken, 5814 Nolensville Pike. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions, equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analyst consumer access.org number 330. Old friends, a new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. 
We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Alrighty, folks, welcome back in. Right now, 8.54 the time and 30 degrees out the door for us. A chilly, chilly start. And I, You know, our bumper music on here, they aren't labeled per song. It's just bumper music. So mm-hmm. whatever comes up, comes up. And I'm waiting for sticks, too much time on my hands to come up. <laughs> That's been kind of one of the things we talked about this morning is uh, dealing with relationships when you're stuck at home with somebody for three months at a time. It's a little different than probably it's ever been. You've been right. with branches for how long? 15 years. And yeah. you've probably, you know, a lot of these questions that people are asking you and things we're talking about today, uh, it's you unique because you know people are looking to you guys for answers but also you're kind of learning with them a lot of this stuff Absolutely. you're learning with them yeah. and um, certainly a unique scenario and uh, you know something that we were just talking about off the air has kind of dominated the airwaves for the last year plus and um, you know still working its way into our conversation today about healthy relationships but uh, how do you deal with some of these unique scenarios that COVID's thrown our way? And uh, hopefully we've we've taught our listeners a thing or two. We've answered quite a few questions this morning. So thank you again for that. And uh, it's always, I guess, a little intimidating to, to kind of come up here and say, we're going to answer listener questions, but we don't know what they are yet. So uh, just um, kind of ready to yeah. go on the fly. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've been married for so long, I'm used to having things thrown at me that I'm not <laughs> expecting. So that's great, Nick. Yeah, the listeners have been great today. There's been quite a few responses. That's really good. All righty. Well, we have just a few minutes left here. I wanted to talk about, you mentioned you had a podcast. I wanted to learn more about that, and I'm hearing about it for the first time. So uh, tell us about this podcast. Yeah, just about the time that we talked last year, uh, I launched a a podcast called What Difference Does That Make? I've I've always wanted to do that. I, you know, like you, you and I both talked earlier off the air about our, uh, we like to talk, and uh, I also like to listen. I just, I, I have met some of those fascinating people down through the years and so this is a podcast that airs wherever you find podcasts it's called what difference does that make with dr mike courtney uh and i just interview people from all walks of life i need to interview you that would be a great thing to do and we we have a 15 or 20 minute conversation the the podcast this past week was an auctioneer and i actually got him to do a little it's called crying. I didn't know that, but you cry an auction. So I got him to do a little crying, uh, and it just is really that when good. they talk real fast. And yes. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. cadence is called <laughs> yeah. is called crying. Okay. I didn't know that. But then I always end it by saying, "Okay, you know, we've talked to Nick. He's an on air personality at WGNS, and says, but." What difference does that make? What difference does that conversation make? And then make a little bit of application about the fact that we need to communicate better or that we need to be willing to cry out those things that are uh, most urgent in our lives. It's been it's been really fun, and I've been surprised at the great response to that. So uh, what difference does that make? I, I would love for listeners to go and check that out, and if you're interested, subscribe to that. Uh, yeah, it's neat. And we'll make sure when we podcast this, we'll put that in the uh, in the title for folks if they're driving or didn't uh, didn't catch all that head online when we podcast the show. We'll make sure that's in there for you. Good. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm old enough that I didn't even know there was such a thing as podcast, <laughs> and now I'm finding that out. There's a whole world out there. It's fun. It's really good. All righty, we got just about a minute left. If you could let us know, you've you've heard from Dr. Mike this morning. How do folks uh, reach out to branches? What's the best way to do so? And any final thoughts? I'll let you take the floor. Sure. We are always grateful for our 
place in the community and and rutherford county and and wgns has been great to us um the easiest thing probably is to go online to check us out at branchescounselingcenter.com, all one word, branchescounselingcenter.com. Uh, and then you can call us at 615-904-7170. We have a staff of uh, uh, people who man the phones that are great to give responses, to help you set up an appointment, uh, to just answer questions about insurance, those kinds of things. Um, those are great ways to contact us. We have a, a blog where we post regularly mental health helpful tips. It's called branchesblog.com. So there are lots of different ways to connect. Uh, begin with the website, branchescounselingcenter.com. We'd love to hear from you and talk to you. Sounds good. Well, uh, Dr. Mike Courtney, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and I uh, hope to hear from you again soon. But uh, can we get you back next time this year? Is it too far I'll, in advance? I'll see you, you next year. All right. We'll do <laughs> All righty. Sounds good, sir. Thank you so much. And uh, for those listening at home and those joining us this morning, we thank you as well for making us a part of your morning. Truman Show coming up next. We got some live music for you and some news right around the corner. Do not touch that dial. WGNS Murfreesboro, the voice of Rutherford County, and the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. The courthouse clock shows it's 9 o'clock. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. The newborns of Ascension St. Thomas Hospital